Hello and welcome to another episode of GNWP Talks. My name is Shalini Medapali and I'm a current research and advocacy intern for the Global Network of Women Peace Builders. Currently we are in Moldova and we have done our localization and our national action plan workshop and we are on day one of our media workshop. Today I'm here with two of our peace exchange participants who I'm going to allow to introduce themselves. Hello everyone, um, it's a pleasure to be here. My name is Thea Jaliashvili, I'm coming from Georgia and uh, I'm working for the Women's Information Center, an NGO, which is a very active organization in my country. As to my background, very, very briefly, I have been working for the human rights and rule of law and democracy uh, for almost the last 15 years and uh, providing the overall strategic leadership for a number of organizations, including the Council of Europe, European Union and UN, and actively working also for the civil society in order to ensure that the rights of people are protected, promoted, and in particular the rights of women are advanced. Hi there, uh, I'm Maria Dmitrieva. I come from Ukraine. I'm a gender specialist uh, and an out-of-the-closet feminist. <laughs> I am part of the team of the Democracy Development Center. Our main focus is uh, promotion of democracy, obviously, uh, of human rights, specifically of women's rights. And uh, we have been uh, very active in the recent years, uh, starting from 2015 in the area of women, peace and security agenda. And I specifically am running the largest feminist community on Facebook in the post-Soviet countries, which is 8,354 persons strong as of like 15 minutes ago. And uh, I thank you for inviting me for this podcast hope I will be helpful. You're very welcome and you definitely will. You're both amazing women. Wow. Um, so you've both been involved with GNWP for some time now. I'm going to ask you why is localization important? From what I've seen in uh, our uh, regional workshops on localization that we held together with uh, Global Network of Women Peace Builders, uh, those were in Lviv and in Kherson, this is a unique opportunity to give every group of women uh, tools and the knowledge to express their needs and to make their needs known to the local government. So uh, localization gives them the tools, the knowledge and the opportunities to make their needs known and taken into account. And you cannot report on the national level unless you know what is going on in the districts, uh, what is going on at the grassroots level. So uh, this is what we saw, this is what they experienced and the practical results in Lviv, uh, the team, uh, this committee that mm-hmm. formed as a result of our workshop uh, has been developing a very specific roadmap for realization of Oblast Action Plan 
And this uh, group includes people from local authorities, from local departments of social protection, and different NGOs, not only women's NGOs, but also NGOs of IDPs and ethnic communities. And in Kherson, which is one of few oblasts that still don't have their own oblast action plan, the uh, spearhead committee uh, was formed, and they are now writing letters, both to the oblast administration and to our vice president, in the issues of European and Euro-Atlantic integration, demanding that the Oblast Administration adopts their own action plan. And mind you, those workshops were held maybe a month and a half ago. Right, right. So I would say by our standards, it is a pretty big achievement. Amazing. What about you, Taya? Well, I, I think that I could only echo what Maria just mentioned, but in terms of the Georgian context, right. I think that the GNWP's role uh, in terms of the localization process was quite impressive, uh, given the fact that uh, the, the needs of local communities, we are uh, very well understood, and most importantly, taken on a board. So I think this is the most important. I mean, when you voice and when the voices of women in particular, conflict-affected women and IDPs, broadly speaking, are, are understood, heard, and a lot of initiatives later on implemented on the local level in order to address the needs that they have. Wow, okay. Um, so Georgia, Moldova and Ukraine are all countries that have had similar conflict issues. Um, what are your thoughts on the similarities and differences between localization and the benefits it has had in all three of those countries? I don't think we can talk about uh, benefits that Moldova has already achieved right. due to localization. They adopted their own national action plan uh, almost well, two months ago. Two months ago. And yes. it is heavily concentrated on the security sector. Mm -hmm. So they are still on their road there, mm -hmm. but uh, I would also say that the context uh, of the conflict, while similar in the reasons, has uh, different shapes right now for Ukraine, for Moldova and for Georgia. Right. Our conflict is still going on. We still don't know when we will emerge from it victorious if we ever will, we don't know yet, yeah. okay. because our adversary is strong and shows no signs of trying to retract or mitigate the conflict or end it in any way. So for us, women, peace and security agenda right now means that we have to persevere, we have to stay strong and we have to fight back. Uh, but for Moldova, these issues are long gone and they have a pretty different set of priorities from what we've heard in the recent days. Uh, I'll, I just hope that our experience in implementing the National Action Plan will be more helpful to them in the way they organize monitoring and evaluation, which is mm -hmm. a pretty big chunk of work here. And... I, I just hope they don't have to deal with the same issues we are dealing now with. I see, okay. Yeah, but, but also one thing which is quite crystal clear to me, I mean, the conflict uh, has a quite a similar impact when it comes to women, because okay. it's, it's a cycle, it's a okay. cycle, pre-conflict situation, conflict, war, 
and in the post-conflict situation. So, and we all know that, and including Georgia, it has a detrimental effect on women's mm -hmm. livelihood, right? Because mm -hmm. there was a problems with economical conditions, there was a problems in employment, there was a, uh, I mean, so the, okay. the women though uh, has to uh, conduct double work in order to, to struggle all these conditions that happened to mm -hmm. them because mm -hmm. of the conflict, which is, of course, I mean, in our case, is still uh, ongoing. I think that uh, given, given the fact that we are already in the process of uh, drafting of the third national election plan on Security Council Resolution 3025, mm -hmm. and it took quite some time in order, first of all, to raise the issue as such, I mean, broadly speaking, one thing that we can share is that, that uh, what is uh, important in order to make the process all-inclusive and tailored to the need. So I think this is something that we, we, we can share, mm -hmm. maybe for them, I mean, this process to be less painful than with us, okay. uh, given the, the, the long process it took also for us to, to develop, to implement, to monitor and evaluate. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why we're in Moldova right now is that you both have participated as peace exchange participants. So you, you were in the localization and NAP workshops and you also were on a talk show panel um, for this media workshop just now. Um, why is this important and what worked with it? I like about these workshops uh, that they have a lot of hands-on exercises mm -hmm. where people have an opportunity to talk to each other, to establish uh, horizontal uh, connections with other people who came to these workshops from what I've heard from all over Moldova and the, the Transnistrian region as well. And uh, such uh, horizontal connections are difficult to establish of uh, the global network of women peace builders, bringing them together and sitting uh, uh, them at the same table as NGOs helps tremendously mm. to establish those connections that they can rely later on in their work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, absolutely, Maria, I fully agree, but I think that I, frankly speaking, I wanted to use this GNWP um, uh, given opportunity in order, on one hand, to share our experiences, right. but on the other hand, to learn from these experiences. Mm -hmm. And I, I truly believe, you know, when we're talking, I mean, uh, we have to, I mean, share experiences with each other, which I think that uh, is mutually beneficial. And uh, really, it's it's also another opportunity for me to, to learn uh, what is happening uh, in Moldova and also uh, to take to understand the challenges they are facing and also good lessons learned, which I can also bring back to my home country and uh, share with my colleagues and uh, those people with whom we are working with. Okay, great. <laughs> um, what are the next steps you think need to be taken in promoting women, peace and security and 1325 in your home countries, but also in Moldova? I think that we still need to raise awareness about the Security Council Resolution 3025, mm -hmm. and not only because there are a number of consequent resolutions which also play an important yes. role in women's livelihood, in particular, not only in conflict, but in post-conflict situation, and also uh, also giving uh, understanding to international community mm -hmm. and reminding them about their obligations, what has to be done mm -hmm. in order to promote women, peace and security. Another issue that I think that uh, of course, I mean, there is a need to strengthen institutional machinery as such. 
I will go a little bit more specific. Uh, I will share with you what we are, uh, as an organization, are doing specifically to promote uh, the Women Peace Security Agenda. Uh, for our media workshop uh, within this project uh, that we held together with the Global Network of Women Peace Builders last December, we invited as our partners the State Committee on Television and Radio Broadcasting. And they were so enamored with the entire concept of gender equality that they were not exposed to it earlier. I don't know how this happened, but this is how it was. And so they really love the idea of 1325 or the National Action Plan or the Women, Peace, Security Agenda. They started to actively participate in public councils under the ministries that are working with the issues of gender equality and women, peace, security. And uh, we are now together with them developing a special course on gender issues for journalists and for advanced training of journalists, which will include a separate lecture on 1325 mm -hmm. and Women Peace Security Agenda. Okay. Another thing that they did together with us is announce a competition of uh, materials and articles on 1325, and the ceremony of awards to the winners of this competition became an informational material all in itself, oh, and awesome. they really liked it, so they're going to hold a similar competition next year, and they are also planning to include 1325 in the activities for the 16 days against gender-based mm. violence. Okay, and my final question is what sort of responses have you gotten from doing localization, not only from government officials, but also from members of the communities you've worked with? So do you feel that people have been supportive of localization? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now in Georgia, what is happening that we have a, let's say, a national action plan on Resolution 3025. There is another mm -hmm. national action plan on the gender equality. Uh, and, and on the municipal level, uh, there are two institutions uh, at the level of Sacrebulos and at the level of the mayor's office. And uh, these local municipalities are about to start uh, implementing the gender equality action plans on mm -hmm. the local level. We are in particular in those regions where are the IDPs and conflict-affected conflict women, uh, the components of the national action plan for the resolution 3025 will be integrated in the local national action plans on the gender equality. I can say with certainty that the localization workshops that we had this June were really successful in the regard that people from other oblasts keep calling and asking us to come and hold similar events at wow. their oblast centers. Yeah, uh, everybody wants in, everybody wants to know what it is and how to use it. And uh, I really hope we will be able to arrange similar events at different uh, oblasts. Okay, that's amazing news. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would like really to thank uh, GNWP for, for doing such a great job. And we as a, a local partners on the ground are mm -hmm. very much willing uh, to further cooperate. 
and uh, of course do the work for women, peace and security, which is I think one of the most important things that we as a human rights activists can contribute. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, on behalf of GNWP, I thank you both so much for not only coming here and speaking to me today, but also for coming to Moldova and speaking to so many participants and sharing your experiences. Um, I'm sure everyone appreciates it so much and we'll keep in touch and speak to you in the future. Thank you.